Hello everyone, I'm Shinya Takahashi, and I'll be one of your guides for today's Nintendo Direct. I'm Yoshiaki Koizumi, and I'll also be joining today. Hello there, and welcome to episode 54 of the video game podcast, PlayStation Pals. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined by the Delilah to my Henry, John. <laughs> that might be the first time I have no idea what that's from. Yeah, that's I, I wanted Delilah to be Delilah to my Henry. It is a game you've played. Delilah and Henry. <laughs> I, I, I could sit here and think about it, but I'm, it's probably going to embarrass me now. No, I don't think it will. It okay. is Firewatch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Game's and okay. I intentionally went for a vague one this time. That game's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, I mean, we won't get into that, but <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for our fire sprite or fire watch retrospective. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna get right into the show because you know Nintendo had to go and not cancel E3 or ND3. They had to extend it. Mm-hmm. So this is how the show works. John and I both bring three things to talk about. It can be a video game we're playing. It can be a topic. It can be a news item. It can be an email to PlayStationPalsPod at gmail.com, a Twitter DM at PSPalsPod, or a comment on our YouTube page at PlayStationPals. Any of those things, we feel like it. We bring it for a total of six things. And so, John, kick it off. What is our very first thing? Yeah, you thought E3 was over, didn't you? (laughs) I did. did. Whoops. Yeah, no, think again. (laughs) Nintendo, you know, always has to be there in some respect. And so uh, I believe just the day before they aired it yesterday, they said that, hey, we're going to be having a direct. Um, Stay tuned. We'll be highlighting all the games that we're going to have for the second half of the year, as they usually do. Uh, one thing I will say about Nintendo is they're very good with their release dates. They they know their schedule. They usually hit their <laughs> schedule, and and there's usually a good amount of it. So, um, yeah, obviously, talk about the Nintendo Direct. There were some big announcements, some smaller stuff. Um, in true PlayStation Pals fashion, we don't need to talk about everything. No. But, um, you know, obviously, uh, a couple of big things. So, uh, 10 a.m. yesterday... Uh, we got, and I'm just going to start with the big announcements, Nick, and I'm not going to go through this item by item, okay. yeah, but just, we'll just, just we'll just start with the heavy hitters. But um, we were shown a brand new 2D Mario game called Super Mario Bros. Wonder coming on October 20th, a.k.a. Spider-Man Day. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it looked pretty good. I mean, it's exactly what you would kind of expect with a 2D Mario game. We uh, got a two and a half minute trailer. Um, showed a slightly different art style. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit more vibrant, brighter colors and things yeah. like that. But, you know, one thing, it looks like they changed the model of Mario, which it doesn't happen all that much. He looks a lot more expressive and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, trailer was really just to kind of show off the main gimmick of the game, it seemingly, which is uh, this wonder flower mechanic where... You know, it's an item like you pick up in any other Mario game, but it looks like it kind of almost activates the world where things right. start to come alive. You know, the the green drain pipes that everybody knows, uh, they start squirming around like inchworms and, and some I'm sure all sorts of other crazy Nintendo magicness will happen when you do that stuff. But um, four-player co-op, like you would kind of expect with these kind of games. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Any, any thoughts on this one, Nick? Uh, it's obviously the sequel to the new Super Mario series. Right. It, you know, it has co-op. Uh, it seems a little bit more movement-based, which made me think a lot of uh, your favorite game, uh, Rayman, Rayman Legends. That yes. seems to be an inspiration here because uh, every quick cut of this game is very fast. Like He's not like just 
sticking around and just doing simple platforming. Mm -hmm. It's like you're riding a bunch of sheep at one point, you're skating, you're swimming through waterfalls. It, it, the, the gameplay itself seemed very fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a game like obviously on nobody's radar and coming out and has a release date, you know, the complaint that we've had of every one of these showcases is release dates and Nintendo had release dates for pretty much everything almost. Um, but, yeah. uh, yeah, and it's funny. I watched Kind of Funny's reaction to this, and Greg Miller was on there. And we're a lot like Greg Miller. You know, we're the PlayStation fans and everything. And he's like, this showcase is not for me. And I'm going to say that probably about 90% of the games <laughs> here is that they are not for me. I'm not a Switch owner. Sure. I have never had a reason to own a Switch. Uh, this game does not change that. So, sure. But it did look fun. Yeah. Like, like I wouldn't mind going to someone's house. I mean, they're like, oh, let's all play this together. I'd be down. For yeah, it'd be a fun so. one to bring into work and, and kind of play for a little bit. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I hope they take inspiration from Rayman Legends. That's probably the best example of that style game, in my opinion. So that'd be great. Um, now, I know you just said, Nick, a lot of these games aren't for you. But I think this one is because it does it does harken back to little little boy Nick probably playing on his grandma's couch, wrapped in plastic, <laughs> you know, make wrapped sure he doesn't... Wrapped in plastic? Yeah, all, all grandparents' couches are wrapped in plastic, so, so, <laughs> so you don't pee on it. You know, make sure it stays nice and, nice and, nice and pristine, but... Uh, I thought I was wrapped in plastic. I didn't know, I didn't know where <laughs> we were going. Why would you be wrapped in plastic? I don't know. All I don't right. know where you're going with this. What a weird thing to bring up. I would argue that most people know of the joke of old pa old grandparents having their furniture wrapped in plastic. Why did they do that? I don't Why know. did they I do don't that? Know. Cleanliness is king. Um, it's next to godliness, didn't you know? After we left, they unzip it all and it's fine. But then they're like, "Oh, company's coming." Yeah. Here come the here come the grandkids. Um, no, but we're getting. Uh, the, Nintendo decided they wanted to open up their remake catalog, and we're getting a remake, a full on remake of the 1996 Super Nintendo game from Square. Super Mario RPG, which yeah. uh, I never got to play, a um, little too advanced for me at that age. But Nick, I know this was kind of a game that you enjoyed back in the day, so I'll just kind of let you take it away. I don't know really much about it at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a turn-based RPG made by Square, so you kind of know the pedigree there, um, in which it took Mario and his friends, and you know, just like any Temple RPG, you kind of build a party. Same thing here, but it was very. It was a very unique game. It has characters that are just unique to this game, like Mallow and Gino. Um, but this let you fight alongside Peach and fight alongside Bowser. All these people made your party, and there was a new kind of third party that, again, hasn't been seen since this game that you uh, fight in this. And, uh, yeah, it is just a fully realized RPG set in the Super Mario universe. Like, you go to towns. You visit townspeople. You ride Yoshi. You visit the Yoshi Island and can have races there. That's cool. um, yeah, it's it's a really, really good game with one of the best video game soundtracks ever. And they this came out afterwards that Yoko Shimomuro is returning for this game to redo the music. That is probably my favorite thing. Like, I can't wait to hear the soundtrack for this. Yeah, you'll get your full orchestral version. Yeah, of it, exactly. They do, so, yeah, it'll be great. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't seem like it just looks like a better-looking newer models you know they're they're very clean the models so that's kind of a little off-putting but uh no this is a great game and again a 1996 a remake of a 1996 game is a very good thing like very few people have had access to this game before so yeah and um i just like i said i wonder if this is going to start a snowball effect of like Nintendo, remake this one now. Now, now, now remake this one. We re remake this one. I mean, obviously, the holy grail of that would be Ocarina of Time, probably. You know, if they start yeah. to start remaking Zelda games, yeah. like, watch out. But 
Um, but yeah, I'm excited to, to check this one out. A uh, question for you about this game, Nick. I imagine the story is probably fine. As that's not probably the main draw. Mm-hmm. Would you say that the mechanics of this game are on par with like Final Fantasies and other turn-based JRPGs, or or how would you hold that it up to those juggernauts in this genre? Have you ever played Mario and Luigi? No. Okay. So this is. It I is know, but I will say, I think there was a game called Bug Fables that. Like is, there's like timing mechanics yes. with the attacks, right? Yes. So okay. if an enemy attacks you and you hit a button, you will take less damage, and you're, you'll see your character, you know, imitate like either protecting themselves. And same thing when you're Mario, some of his super attacks will constantly keep jumping on all the enemies, uh, and if you can time your buttons presses there, you'll get an audio cue and you'll uh, get more damage, and that's for all the characters. Okay. So, so you're not just. A, I mean, it is a you know relaxing game. Like you're not. There's not no active time. Like. It's Mario's turn. Oh, I you... love that, dude. I, I that's why I like Final Fantasy X so much is, is because it's a complete yeah. stopping and seven screws me up. Yeah. So exactly. So when it's your turn, it's Mario's turn. You can sit there and you can decide what you want. So do you get to see the order in which people are taking their turns? Because that's also another oh, thing boy, I like. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Because I, I don't know that that specific. I like being able to strategize it out. But uh, I'm I'm pretty sure yeah that you get to uh, that the order is the, pretty much the same and I believe. It's funny. I think when you level up, there are only three stats. It's like health, magic, and I think like speed or something. Not attack? Or it might be attack. It might be, <laughs> yeah, it'd be health, attack, or and magic, I think is the is the three. So it is a it's a game of the time, right? It, sure. wasn't, it wasn't very like advanced, but it was also, it was, if you remember Donkey Kong 64, mm-hmm. or not Donkey Kong 64, just Donkey Kong uh, Country, it, was, it looked a lot like that. It was like, you know, it had an extra processing power. It, yeah. it visually stood 96 out. 96 for the Super Nintendo was very late. Yeah, very, yeah. Very, very late. Yeah. So, no, I, this is very exciting. Like, again, it's cool. one of my – we didn't bring it on our favorite games of all time, but I would consider it out there. Is I bet if I played it, it probably would have snuck into the end. Yeah. If yeah, I had any affinity towards it. Yeah. So. Cool. All right, well, they, those are those are the big two games, but, you know, just uh, some other games that we got to see. Um, coming on October 6th, we are getting a sequel to Detective Pikachu, uh, which probably means the movie's right behind as well, I would imagine. Uh, I got nothing to say about this one. That's a hard pass, John. Hard pass. All right. Uh, no, this one's not a hard pass, but we got confirmation that the already talked about Metal Gear Solid Volume 1 collection coming to Switch as well on October 24th. So... Just, uh, you know, if you're looking forward to those or just want to have those games to be able to play portable, which, honestly, some of those games, those games probably are pretty great to play portably at this at this date and age, you know, just because, you know, graphics don't matter and you can just kind of go with them. But, but you do have a remake for three coming. And you have I a remake for three coming. And yeah. might get the remake treatment. So, right. I don't know. If you haven't played them, of course, they're great games, you know, at least. But uh, do you know if they've set a price for this yet? No, not that I'm yeah, aware of. I'm, I'm sure it's out there. Probably five, best 40. This would be my <laughs> guess. Maybe 50. God. I don't know. They're putting five games in there, so they can milk it. But Yeah. Um, all right. And then next up, we got no, November 6th, um, you know, zany party game, WarioWare Move It, uh, where they just showed a lot of sexually suggestive, you know, hand gestures that you would do where you, like, dry your towel off <laughs> and you do this thing. And, um not for me. I feel like they're still trying to capture the Wii magic, and it's just really not there with the Switch, even though it has the same functionality. It's like people don't really want to disconnect their Joy-Cons, at least in my experience. But, you know, I don't think you can fault a game like WarioWare for anything more than it's just doing what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and then we got a short trailer for Pikmin 4, kind of showing off the dog. What's his name? I know you know his name. Ochi? Ochi. 
Ochi, um, so that's still coming in July. And then it also uh, noted that they're getting uh, the HD remasters of Pikmin 1 and 2, which are available now. Uh, should you want to play those? Um, getting a remaster for Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, which is the second uh, Luigi's Mansion game. Um, a weird one. They teased some sort of nebulous Princess Peach game, said it's coming out next year, but gave us no info about it. Just a really weird way to do that. And then the only other thing I really wanted to mention, Nick, is that they're bringing Vampire Survivors to Switch finally uh, with some couch co-op. Game's fun, but it wears it wears pretty thin quickly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's about it. You know, there's some other games here or there. You know, if you're into cozy farming games, go check out some other stuff. We didn't, I didn't bring those here because those don't really interest me at all. No. Um, and some other... I don't know. I would double A to B tier JRPG games, Star Ocean and things like that. But so. what about the Batman Arkham trilogy? <laughs> the 15-year-old Batman uh, Batman Arkham Asylum? Yeah, they're bringing those three to the Switch as well. Um, so, so ridiculous. It's Yeah, I guess if you are a weird child that has only ever owned a Switch and you've wanted to play these games and you have no access to anything, <laughs> sure. Um, but... Just not for me. Such a funny thing to highlight. But I know Nintendo's been doing this forever because they're always hardware behind mm-hmm. the uh, the competitors. So they're always like, oh, look what we got. And it's like, just don't highlight that in your direct. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, no, no, no joke. <laughs> like, I mean, Arkham Asylum was 2009, right? It, it, yeah, it was it, that long ago. Lot, so, so long ago. So, <laughs> um, But they're there if you want them. Um, so, you know... Um, Pretty good, pretty good little direct. I mean, anytime you get Mario showing up, it's going to be a big deal. Um, I think some people did want to see a 3D Mario or, you know, what's up with Metroid Prime. Um, you know, or a Switch successor. Yeah, I, I still yeah, – I, I think this, this direct was a pretty good – I think it was kind of good proof that the next big Nintendo thing we're probably getting it. Because every single game that was announced on this is not pushing hardware. It's not, no. it's not pushing it at all. I think next year we're going to see, maybe at the end of this year, if there's like a late fall direct, you'll see mm. the intro of it with a spring-ish release date. That would be my, my right. guess for it all. But Well, do you even have to try when you've released the arguably game of all time with the Tears of the Kingdom? No. You know, they're kind of, the, the you know, when Microsoft had their conference, you know, ex- expectations had to meet a certain level. With Nintendo, it's probably the lowest level of expectations you had to meet because it's like, Oh yeah, you just gave us this amazing game that's going to be game of the year. So we'll just we'll let you slide. But I, I'm surprised how high people are on it. But on know, the direct, it. yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I guess if you're into two, I mean, if you're into 2D Mario, um, yeah. I mean, we could I could stay here for an hour and just talk about the history of Nintendo and how they've done things differently, but also in genius ways throughout their 40 well yeah, their yeah. 40 year history in video games. Obviously, they're a much older company than that. But um, yeah, so you know, there's Nintendo stuff. But more pressing, more relevant to this show, mm-hmm. we got some review scores stuck on Nick. Right. Yeah, there's some big game out. Yes. What game is that? Big summer releases here, folks. Seven years after we received the last numbered entry into the Final Fantasy trilogy, we finally get to get our hands on Final Fantasy 16. Um, after we got treated with a short uh, demo that leads into the main game, save transfers over, all that good stuff. But we got to our review scores. We kind of know what everybody out there is thinking. Yep. And I don't think it'll be a surprise. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, anybody who played the demo, I think you kind of could see that the quality of this game was there front to front to back, top to bottom, all that good stuff. Um, currently, it's sitting at an 89 on Open Critic, 
with a 94% of critics recommending, which ranks it in the 99th percentile of video games, so pretty good. Yeah. Um, IGN gave it a 9. Um, five reviews out of 91 were under a 9, so... I'm sorry, we're under an... Um, nope, I misspoke. Five reviews were under a 9. That can't be right. I think I missed. I think I mistyped. I'm gonna check, I'm gonna live check that once Nick starts talking about things. <laughs> uh, but 20 perfect review scores, 20 10 out of 10s, five out of fives, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it did have a couple dips. I mean, Metro Game Metro Game Central gave it a six out of 10. Eurogamer gave it a three out of five. Um, but just to read a couple of blurbs from some of these outlets, uh, Final Fantasy 16 is an outstanding achievement. Every part of it, from its characters to its combat was put there with a purpose. Not only does it deliver satisfyingly slick action RPG combat in between masterfully directed cutscenes, but also a story with real heart. Most importantly, it's incredibly clear that the team of creative individuals was behind every decision. There's a human element that permeates every aspect of Final Fantasy 16, and it'll end up becoming a lot of people's favorite Final Fantasy because of that. And I wanted to highlight that one because I really like what they had to say about it's incredibly clear that the team of creatives kind of got to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. And I'm very curious to get my hands on the game to see if I can feel that as well because I think that should be the way that all studios handle this kind of stuff. Yeah, and I, I think I mentioned to you that Jason Trier has an article out there now about how Square Enix lets them do whatever they want from Final Fantasy to Final Fantasy. And obviously there's a long gap between each one, so, you know, the industry changes so it's good that the alley is the series progressing but also it's not like oh final fantasy 15 was so successful you know 16 has to be this or right. you know or or we want you to go to what remake 7 is doing like we want you know it's what you guys feel is the best fit for this series and where you want to take it and yeah it very few series get the to get to tell a new story, new world, new everything, new lore every time, you know, apart from the few times, you know, like Final Fantasy X got a sequel, Final Fantasy XIII got a sequel. But, you know, that's that's pretty incredible. Um, and, yeah, it's good to see that the reviews are reflecting that, that it's mm -hmm. it's something, you know, better than 15, something new, something memorable. And, you know, people are hating on it, but, you know, that's that's to be expected. J JRPGs game. are definitely not for everybody, you know. Yeah. Like I, the Metro Gamer one, that's like it's it's long winded, and you know, like that's that just comes with the territory, you know. <laughs> it does, but also I would urge anybody who's not who doesn't consider themselves big into JRPGs to still not look at this game through a JRPG lens. At least that's kind of what it seems like. It's like mm -hmm. the action in this game is probably the shining star of it all, and it's very well done, again, by the guy who did Devil May Cry, Ryoto Suzuki. Thank we got you. We got his name. Thank um, you. But, yeah, I think, I think it is very interesting. This franchise, one of the most storied franchises in games, but when you do go back and think about it as a whole, it's like 1 through 10 were all turn-based standard JRPGs, mm -hmm. and then they went in an MMO route, and then they kind of went back, and then they just did this full-in blown up action thing and that turns off a small section of people but it's great that square allows their developers to lead the charge in that and that they don't have to get put a square peg into a round hole right. trying to force them to do something because they think that it's just going to get a little bit more sales so right. i think you see that kind of stuff get reflected in here and it's great to see um 
But yeah, I mean, any other quick thoughts, Nick? I mean, I know you have it pre-ordered. You're probably picking it up after this. Uh, it is probably, if I check my oh, phone, right. it's delivered at my house right now. So. Oh, that's right. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we'll be jumping feet first into it. You know, I I kind of said since I've been seeing a lot of this, I think this is going to be one of the definitive Final Fantasies when people think of the greatest ones. And mm-hmm. it seems like it's definitely going to take the crown of the modern Final Fantasies. It remains to be said when it comes to like all of it because that's a such a wide range of anything that right. well I like turn based stuff well so I like six okay well I like fast stuff so I right. like sixteen it's like <laughs> well you can't you can't really do that so well like like we were saying like every game is different it's like you'll and it seems like everyone you meet is like I beat this one this one and this one and I bounced off of this one and this one and I even feel like trying these other ones and same and same here it's like it's been a minute since I've completed a Final Fantasy the last one was thirteen. Um, Except for a remake, right? Oh yeah, remake. Yeah, yeah, know, remake. That's but kind uh, of its own thing. but uh, the mainline games is like, oh yeah, I completed what six, seven, twelve, thirteen. <laughs> now I'm now I'm pros- probably this one too. But yeah, I think that's also you know again speaks to like the, the creative choices that they they mix it up that everyone seems to have their favorites and bounces off of uh, you know the ones they don't like, but. Did you see that report that the staff at Square Enix is asking when they're going to be able to remake six? <laughs> like so, that's what they want. And if it seems, <sighs> I'm just that's saying, it's a big job. That is a big job with a. <laughs> I don't know how you remake a game, <laughs> a sprite-based game like that, into what they could do with it now. I don't know how you do that, but I mean, you can. But like, how much time does Square Enix have? Like, it, it takes three games and possibly mm-hmm. ten years to remake seven. So, and every RPG is that big. So it, the, you're looking at at least two two games. You can't. You're not gonna make remake six in one game. No, I I agree. <laughs> I, I bet I bet they're so. probably just looking at the staff that they have right now and what they've done with the franchise. You know, Yoshi P and people like that, and be like, we gotta pump out as much Final Fantasy as we can now because we have such a solid core gr- group that mm-hmm. it likes working on this stuff. So yeah, maybe they're just throwing everything at a wall and and just seeing what mistakes or what people are passionate about but um i would expect as we've talked about on the show many final fantasy games to come many spin-offs <laughs> to kind of keep and coming. it is possible like when all these like senior developers leave like yoshi p and and uh tetsuya nomura and like the like these these guys that have been at square forever that the new and up-and-comers will be assigned these projects because they're a lot smaller and easier like okay you're remaking final fantasy 6 and you're, you know what engine you're going to make it in. All the arts are already there. All the character models are there. You just have to, you know, it's an easier project to tackle than being like, okay, you're taking over for Yoshi P. Uh, give me Final Fantasy 17, please. Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, figure it out. So, uh, yeah, there could be a rise in that for sure. That, you know, if those that one rumor we were talking about last week about Final Fantasy 10 and Final Fantasy 9, and they want to remake I mean, all nine, of them. I 100% believe. But uh, 10, I don't. But yeah, that we could see a rise of that, especially like I said, as long when these senior guys leave, it's an easier project to bring up the new people. Yeah, so I think that makes sense. All right, so yeah, expect thoughts on that game next week. We'll kind of figure out how we want to cover it. Obviously, we don't want to spoil people, but we also it's the big release. We want to talk about it probably at least bring it a few weeks and then. Yeah, we'll have initial impressions, but I bet we do a bonus episode on yeah. this one. So. Yeah, so. Unless we hate it. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm selling my copy back. Yeah. It's horrible. But uh, all right. So let's move on into the third thing. And that is a rumor that has popped up. And uh, 
As as discussed about the Nintendo Direct, the Metal Gear Solid Collection Volume One is a thing, and that collects Metal Gear Solid One through Three, and then the NES versions, Metal Gear One and Two. But someone, uh, Twitter user Nitroid, noticed that on their website they have placeholders for Metal Gear Solid Four, Five, and Peace Walker. So Metal Gear Solid 4 came to PS3 all the way back in 2008. Metal Gear Solid 5 came to PS3, PS4 on in 2015. And then Metal Gear Solid Peacemaker Peace came... Walker. Peace Walker. <laughs> I keep getting that confused. <laughs> Peace Walker is a dumb name. I'm sorry. Uh, but Peacemaker is just on your brain because it's DC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it came, that came to PSP in 2010. Uh so IGN took this rumor, and then they confirmed with their own sources that this does, in fact, exist, that this is the plan. So, John, first off, do you plan on getting Collection 1 at all? No, probably not Collection 1. But, okay, so what about Collection 2 or probably. Volume 2? Probably. Yeah? Um, yeah, I mean, I did... I've wanted to replay 4. I think everybody in the world who's played 4 wants to replay it. It's just, you know, the the poster child for Stranded Games. Um, this is the exact right package that I think they needed to have, those three games into it. Um, but I've never I've never gotten past the intro of 5. I've never touched Peace Walker. Um, and maybe it's a way to kind of get a little more into this franchise. I mean, you know, we brought Metal Gear Solid 1 was number 5 on our top 50 list, right? So. Yeah. Very, very, very iconic game, but I would be lying if I said that I've ever really been into this franchise. Um, I respect it. Big idiot. Yeah, I know. But Kojima continues every day. He makes me. He just annoys me more and more and more. So I'm. I feel like I'm less likely to play it, but also I do respect <laughs> history and I respect this industry, so I should. Um, but yeah, I would love to go back and check out four. Um, and just it's. I don't know, man. Like I said, I think I told you the other day. I was at a used video game store, and they had Halo Master Chief Collection, which was one, two, three, I think that's it, and Reach, maybe, and it was for $4, and I was like, I'm probably never going to play this, but I okay, I can own all four of these, and that's just how I am, <laughs> so, you know, if I don't get, I'm not going to probably get this when it releases, but definitely at some point, I probably would like to have them just to be like, yeah, I own all the Metal Gears, that's how, that's the collector in me, the guy mm -hmm. that still collects Criterion movies and, and things yeah. like physical media. So I'd get it more for that than to just play them. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, this, and this is interesting because Metal Gear Solid 1 through 3 and, and Metal Gear 1 and 2 are, play, are very playable right now. Yeah. Like they're playable everywhere. And MGS5 is also very playable at this point because it is, you know, it's on PS4. So we have us as PS5 users... I can play Metal Gear Solid 5 whenever I want, yep. the Phantom Pain. But MGS4 is landlocked to the PS3. That that game, you know, never has come out on any other consoles. I hear it was a, you know, again, a lot of games developed for the PS3 because it had the cell. Yep, the cell uh, it was uh the cell processor architecture thing and and what what I guess that well, that caused was every game was developed a little bit differently. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was, was just it was a pain in the ass that, that you know I wish Konami would put in the work to bring it to other platforms but they didn't and I think this should all be just one giant collection which it should be. I 
guarantee it'll be expensive but when the, when the second one drops i guarantee there'll be a package for 100 bucks for all yeah of but both games being or both packages separately combined not yeah. it should all be just one package but yeah so Metal Gear solid 4 is the big one you're right that is the game like if that will interest most people i without a doubt because like i said that's the one you just cannot play anywhere else uh that so if, if this is in fact true It'll probably do much better than Volume 1 because everyone yeah. wants to go play Metal Gear Solid 4. Um, it's interesting, God. though, because 1, 2, and 3 are the <laughs> – those are the big ones still. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, you can you can play those anywhere. You can play those on PC and yeah. other places. But, you can, like, again, MGS4 are nowhere to be found. And uh, just this, this, is, this is an incredible game, too. Uh, you know, perfect 10 from IGN. The Octo Camo suit was such a was, was such a neat thing. Yeah. and It's the, the most – visceral memory i have of playing through any anything metal gear solid related is from four when he's crawling through the microwave <laughs> whatever that spoilers. is spoilers yeah. <laughs> i gave my when did that game come out yeah yeah 2008 yeah i don't, I don't care <laughs> but uh yeah it's uh yeah i'd be curious to go back to see if i still because that was such a culmination of metal gear and i was such a big metal gear fan at the time mm-hmm. that i I'm not going to lie, that game brought me to tears. It was so, like, you know... The ending or just at different points throughout? Different points throughout, because it was just, like, bringing back a lot of characters. And then, yeah, the ending, you know, Snake getting old because his body's degenerating. And now I can relate to that more just because I'm older. <laughs> and my body feels like shit more often. So, uh, That's the truth. yeah, I wonder <laughs> I wonder how I would feel going back to it. Or I, w- or I would see it for what a lot of people outside see it for, you know, like... Uh, long-winded, confusing. Kojima has to over-explain everything. Like when I see all the faults, you know, very cutscene-heavy. So yeah. it would be interesting just to go back to the kind of would my nostalgia hold up for that game? I think it would because you're involved. I think it's just are you into this universe or not? You know, so you're, are you willing to sit through a 45-minute cutscene? Because yeah. that's what it fuck. I think. I think the longest cutscene in that game is between 45 minutes and an hour, which is <laughs> nuts. But I also remember, as somebody who never played one, never played three, I had only beaten two. I went, through, I got through this whole game and I liked it a lot. So, yeah. but I don't really remember why. I remember, I remember really liking the mechanics of the weapons and going to the uh, the uh, shopkeeper with his monkey and like yep. doing all the Driving. modifications to the guns. And I remember really liking that. But I don't have any memories of really what the narrative fucking <laughs> was and really much of like just the moment to moment of it. So yeah. I, I, I probably uh, pending any like high price points. Um, yeah, I'll probably get the second one just for that. Just for four. Yeah. And you haven't played five either. I, and I would nope. highly recommend going through five. Five is very, very, very good. Yeah. Time. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, yeah. And the, Speaking of time, we can just go right into the next topic. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, there's, goes... there's a lot of games that are, are vying for our time, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. So buckle up. So, Nick, I'm going to name this. I'm, I'm, I'm naming this segment, okay? And okay. So what I want to do is, you know, every once in a while, you know, I don't know if we want to start doing it quarterly or bi-yearly, you know, go through the big release dates for the second half of the year, fourth quarter of the year, whatever we decide. But at least for right now, we're going to be talking about fall, winter, 2023. Do you remember back last year when we did the show, we would do it monthly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, we can't do that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's silly. Um, but I'm titling know, this show. topics are drying up. Uh, you might you might be reaching for the, the monthly. So we're, we're just going to do monthly of, like after already doing this. Be like, all right, we're <laughs> yeah. talking about September, guys. <laughs> um, so I'm titling this, Gimme Dat 
or you sure about that? <laughs> so what I want to do is I want to up to two each. We're going to pick two of the games that we think are going to be either awesome or people aren't paying attention to them enough or just something you want to highlight. Try and up to two and vice versa, right? So if there's a game that's like, I don't know about this one, stay clear. Okay. That's going to be a you sure about that. And if it's okay. good, it's a gimme that, which is I think you should leave okay. the reference. So we're going to start in July. And starting off on July 14th. Oh, we're going to go through each one. Oh, we're going I through get... each one. Oh, and boy. and to keep this as short as possible and not get too long-winded, feel free to do the, it's a hard pass, right? It's okay. a hard pass. Thing. Okay. Right. So ExoPrime will come in July 14th from Capcom Games coming to all current-gen consoles. Anything about it? No. We, we know. We know how I feel. You, cool. you sure about that? You sure about no, no, no. You can only pick two of those. Is that, oh. is, is that, a, is that a you, are you sure about Oh, I'm that? saying it's, so. If Not I'm, for everyone. Okay. So if I, if I say you're sure about that's like my worst pick. Correct. So I, I okay. currently have one you sure about that and two <laughs> gimme dads. Okay. 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 Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Putting you on the spot. I know you're going to have to do this on the fly, but okay. we'll, we'll get there. Okay. All right. Coming July 21st for Nintendo Switch, we're getting Pikmin 4. Um, Coming on July 25th, coming to PlayStation 5, Windows, PC, and Xbox Series X, we're getting Remnant 2, which, um, just real quick, it's not one of my picks, but um, I'm still low-key excited about that one. I think, it, I think it could be fun. We'll see. We'll see. Pessimistic Nick. <laughs> no, um, I have the internet is hyped about it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's just not game. my thing. Um, and we're getting a uh, Telltale series game coming on July 27th, The Expanse, which this is not the original Telltale team. If, if listeners know or will remember, um, that team basically got disbanded and it kind of reformed itself. So this is, uh, I believe, the first game since then. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, but I think it is. No, it is. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, that'll be interesting to see just on a industry level. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a little sneaky one here. July twenty eighth, Disney Illusion Island coming to the Nintendo Switch. Anything to say about that one, or keep going? I, I mean, I, yeah, I think it is one to watch. It is a two. Speaking of Rayman Legends, yeah. a two D version of that with Disney characters. Look it up. It looks pretty good. And yeah, it was at the uh, game Summer Game Fest days of play, and so there are impressions out there, and they seem to be very positive on it. So, yep. we'll see. All right, and moving into August. So uh, I don't, I don't know, remember much about this one. I remember it being at a showcase over the past year, but Atlas Fallen. This is going to be a you sure about that? This is a you sure about that? Yep. All right. So this is the sand surfing one. If that rings a bell, I remember. Yeah, I remember a sand so, being a thing. So yeah, this is a. It looks like a. It looks like a monster hunter. Like that's what I would say. But the unique mechanics are like you can you, mobility, which is always a good thing. Don't get me wrong. But I just, there's just something about it. Who's the developer on that? This is Deck 13. Yeah. Um, I'm looking yep. now. Okay. Well, I haven't heard of them before. so I, I've just... heard of them. They did the Surge games. The Surge and the Surge 2. Okay. Fine. And those I'm are those are above average Souls knockoffs, but still in the 70s, I guess. So. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Oh, they did the Lords of the Fallen game, too. Well, look at that. Um, yeah. So I, the one that's I really. Coming up? That we're gonna also talk about? Well, <laughs> or they did. did. They probably did, maybe they didn't. They probably did the first one. God, I hate Lords so of the conv- Fallen. It's so stupid. No, they did this one too. Oh wait, no, this is the original. Sorry, it's impossible to look for because it's <laughs> Lords of the Fallen or the Lords of the Fallen, which is just oh my god. Nope. So not the not coming one. It's okay. The old one. All right, I, I'm sticking to my. Yeah, that's fair. Sticking to my point. All right. 
August 18th, uh, Jet Set Radio knockoff. We're getting Bomb Rush Cyberfunk coming to Nintendo Switch and Windows PC, um, which is weird that it's not coming to PS5 or Xbox. Uh, perennial football game at Madden NFL 24, August 18th. Uh, same day, we are getting a asymmetrical horror game. You know, that's almost its own genre at this point. We're getting the Texas Chainsaw Massacre coming on August 18th. Um, August 22nd, uh, from EA Games, Immortals of Avium coming uh, to PlayStation 5, Xbox you Series mean X. EA Entertainment. Oh, yes, yes. They separated <laughs> and they separated themselves. EA Entertainment. Uh, Immortals of Avium, that's that first person magic battle mage game. That's um, you sure about that for me? Yeah. Are you yeah. sure about that? Yeah. I, it could be cool. Mm. It just looks something looks off. It looks slow. We, it looks like there's too much going on. Yeah, we talked about this in our summer game fest uh, mm-hmm. discussion that it and and it showed up at the PlayStation showcase. Uh, yeah, there's something not right about this game. Just something off. I don't know. And and the delay, it's a little more. Yeah, because um, it was supposed to be out uh, a month earlier. My main my main podcast, Sacred Symbols. Colin's all about this. He says like, day one. He's like, I'm in there day one. I'm like, that's I fine. It's like, but but he knows so much about video games. What do you see that I don't? I just don't get it. <laughs> all right, next on the list, give me that, give me that, Nick. <laughs> Armor Core Six, Fires of Rubicon. Uh, coming August 26th to PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows, PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Put your money where your mouth is. Are you going to pre-order it? <laughs> no, because I have morals. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know. I don't need to pre-order to, to prove anything. You know, like when it comes out, when it gets the previews, when when it's like, hey, if you like Soulsborne games, because for those who don't know this, know this is developed by From Software, makers of Elden Ring. Well, I heard that it does, do not factor that in because this is not that. No, right. But like, I still think it's a quality. Like the team is unrivaled right, with just right. vision and, and enemy design and systems and things like that. Right. So I fully expect to have a lot of their flair and flavor into it, but a totally different kind of game. That's kind of what I'm expecting. I but, would I would love – you remember how we got that state of play about Final Fantasy or just the Starfield Direct? Yeah. God, if this game could get one of those, to just go, like, go right into all the systems, I would love that because this is – it's high on my radar, believe me. Like I mm-hmm. want to be want, – I want to buy this game day one. Yeah, but I am unsure if it is because we said Armored Core Five was poorly received, mm-hmm. and obviously that was a long time ago. Yeah. We're with dealing with a different From Software. Yes, but what is who on From Software is making this? From Software is probably very large now because since they're very successful. Who knows with this one? So yeah, yeah. I mean, this it's a little. There's some questions. It's it is interesting though. I just. I think From Software might be the developer with the most amount of faith for me. <laughs> probably them. <laughs> They've or, earned it. It's them or Supergiant, I think, is is probably just in terms of teams yeah, that they, just click I with mean, me and they don't miss. They've so. earned with it, but this is also, you know, a very, very different game. For so sure. We'll, we'll see. But. For sure. Um, all right, next up. I got a back-to-back Gimme Dats. Gimme that, Nick. So you're using both your Gimme Dats? I'm, I'm using both my Gimme Dats. Oh, using them so Sea of Stars coming October, August, October, August 29th to Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows PC. I didn't realize that game wasn't coming to Xbox. That sucks. <laughs> um, beautiful, beautiful looking game made by um, Sabotage Studios, the developers of The Messenger. We've talked about it on the show. Um, absolutely gorgeous. Probably the 
most gorgeous looking pixel art I've ever seen. Um, they came out with a demo for it uh, a while back on the Switch. It plays well, you know, very Chrono Trigger reminiscent, uh, but it's a turn-based RPG in that pixel uh, form. But I think this, I think this game has a very, very high ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the messenger was incredibly well received with being a eight-bit slash sixteen-bit um, side-scrolling game that had a somehow pretty decent writing. Lots of jokes, lots a decent story, um, and it that was their first outing. So I think that Sabotage, if, assuming they have that same level of quality about it, um, it just looks like they're just taking everything that they know and learned and just fucking going all out, balls out, balls to the walls with this one. And so uh, very excited to was get. Was it your most anticipated game of the year? One of your five? Was it? I think it was. Yeah. 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 I think so. I think it was. Um, all right. Coming up next, Baldur's Gate 3, August 31st. We're getting the full official release for PlayStation 5 and Windows PC. Um, CRPG. Probably going to be great. Just really, 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 really yeah. intense. Yeah, this is this game is kicking off. We'll get into them all, but like, what a next 30 days of RPGs is pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and probably the biggest of all, though, September 6th, Starfield finally comes to consoles and Windows, well, sorry, to Xbox Series X and Windows PC, September sixth. Don't need to go much more into this. Yeah, uh, it's it's probably Talked gonna about be great. A, a lot last week. Yep. Uh, sequel to the Nintendo Switch launch title, Super Bomberman R. We're getting the second one of those coming on September twelfth. Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, Windows PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Uh, Bloodborne Impersonator, uh, Lies of P, coming on September nineteenth. <laughs> PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. What's wrong? When are you playing this demo? <laughs> I played a little bit of it. It just immediately turned me <laughs> off of it, and I didn't want to. You didn't say anything. Oh, I didn't? No, I just I just didn't like the way the combat felt. Oh, really? Yeah. It's And it feels very similar to Blood. It's just... <laughs> so, I, again, referencing Sacred Symbols, there's a, there's a co-host on there. His name's Dustin. He is just as much into... From soft as I am, like probably more so. Okay. And he has the exact same problem. It's just like every time he tries a Souls knockoff, even though he knows it's high quality, even though he knows there's lots of good things about it, if it doesn't feel the exact way of things that we've like come to learn and love with FromSoft, it just doesn't like, hey, this role doesn't feel right. I don't want to play it. I'm just gonna go play Elden Ring. You guys are such snobs. Nah, man, it's just Elden Ring. Like, I would rather go play through Elden Ring again than play play than play through something that I don't that doesn't feel quite right. So We'll okay, see okay. It, Look, I'm going to put a post a hypothetical to you here. Yeah. If this game reviews well, very well, mm-hmm. let's say 85 and above, yes. does that change anything? Yeah, I'll probably play it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I'll probably play it. I mean, you know, Neo is probably the greatest example of that. You know, those games were very well received. People like those a lot. Right. But, like, I didn't like that there was three different stances, and I didn't like having to modify right. that kind of stuff. I just like the core experience so much of what FromSoft does that like any little variance of that starts to throw me off. Now, okay. yeah, if, if this game comes out, it reviews well, people start talking about like, oh, there's a cool world here and cool enemy design. Right. Um, if there's reasons to go through it that is more than just like the, hey, this is Bloodborne-esque, then yeah. Okay. But I don't right. know. We'll see. Eh, we'll, see. we'll see. I don't... I feel like I'm the only one that feels this way because a lot of people like the Pinocchio thing too. I don't, I don't really like the Pinocchio thing. Like I just, I don't. It really know. doesn't do anything for me yeah, either. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, don't I don't really like it. But 
Uh, same day, uh, huge release of the year. Uh, we're getting Mortal Kombat 1 coming to next-gen consoles as well as Nintendo Switch. Um, year of the fighting games, man. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Uh, Street Fighter 6 blew everybody's pants off. Tekken 8 still supposed to come out this year. Ho- looks pretty good. So I think Mortal Kombat 1, from the people who have seen it, say it looks you know, more what they expect, but... I don't know. I still feel like this is going to... I have a feeling that this is going to come in third place of the major fighting games at the end of the year. I don't know. Well, we don't know when Tekken 8's coming, but also we have not seen, again, Homelander or Omni-Man. It's true. And that is... That could, that could be a big deal, so... Could, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. It's interesting, because like, as like there's been a lot of fighting game news and things this year, it's like I'm kind of realizing how people play fighting games a little bit more, specifically yeah. my one friend that I've talked to you about, and like he only plays Ryu. That's all he does. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, the idea is like, oh, like, well, maybe Homelander's my guy. I'm just Homelander all the time. Like, I could see that being, like, fun and, and you know, getting a, a reason to get into the game beyond just, like, it's Mortal Kombat. So I kind of get it a little bit more now. Yeah, and I think that's like my, DLC characters. my recommendation for anyone is to, like, well, A, try out everyone first. But, yeah, when you when you lock into somebody, because it's just, there's too much when you're trying to learn multiple yeah. characters and mm-hmm. how to do combos with multiple characters. It'll just, um, probably normal fighting game people can do it, but I certainly can't, so... You know. No, the only game I've ever been able to even come close to that is the original Super Smash Brothers. Like, after probably about 300 hours as Captain Falcon, I'm like, all right, I feel like I know him so well, <laughs> I can go to Pikachu. I learned Pikachu, and then I learned Ness, and I'm like, that's it. That's all I got space right, for. Right, right. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, Nick, I know you're kind of sad you won't get to play this one. Uh, September 20th, coming to Xbox, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Windows PC Party Animals. Um, It'll come to PlayStation. Yeah, if hopefully, it's successful. Yeah, ho- hopefully. Oh, I think it will. Yeah. I, I think regardless. Of it, and hopefully it'll be like a day and date game for PlayStation Plus Extra because that would be great. It's I think it the is perfect a, kind of game for that. Because this is a Game Pass day one game. So. Yeah, and it's a game that's going to thrive or die based on yeah, user, player base. Yeah, player base. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's very party focused. Um, uh, why can't I think of it? Fall Guys. Yeah. Reminds me of Fall Guys or Gang Beasts or Human Fall Flat, the things like that. Yeah, looks great. All right. Nick, keep it in your pants. September 26th, <laughs> getting that Cyberpunk DLC Phantom Liberty. Um, you, you, you give me that? Or you, this is a huge give me that. Give me yeah, that. this okay. is... <sighs> yeah, no, no, not really. It's just, yeah, it's... I can't wait. I just... I'm counting down the days. I... I will submit. I will have time off. I will be doing whatever it takes. I want to be playing this day one. Yeah, I'm trying to think now because, you know, not only your advice, but everybody's advice now is to wait to play the base game until this comes out. I'm like, it's it's definitely not enough time for me, 25 days from then to Spider-Man, but maybe it is. Maybe I maybe I, that's the day that I just jump into the whole thing, but not, not Phantom Liberty at that point. Not to get too aside, but the way you're going to consume Spider-Man – to is going to be very tough yeah. on you that you might want this palate cleanser right like it's exactly. like i'm playing all day with my son spider-man 2 at night i'm going to night city and letting off some steam <sighs> it's true <laughs> see some see some robot boobies yeah there you go so yeah yeah is gonna, <laughs> spider-man 2 is going to be a whole thing for me i'm going to see it beaten before i get my hands on it i'm going to be looking at like levi can i play this part and be like no dad I'm like fine it'll be a whole segment i mean because yeah. Because you, your son will be like, I want help with this. And you're going to be like, I haven't played this yet. I, I don't even know how to play Venom or the Venom abilities, the symbiote abilities. And you're going to be like, you're on your own, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, he's he's his reading has 
been nuts the past like two months for whatever reason. Like all of a sudden he get, all of a sudden he can sound out everything, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, maybe I will just be like, dude, I you've played over five hundred hours. I swear I'm a good dad. Over five hundred hours of the original <laughs> Peter Parker and Miles. You can handle everything combat wise. I guarantee yeah. it. If you need help with a puzzle, I'm there. Otherwise, nah. Yeah, I might yeah, exactly. I might just have to shut him down. Yeah. Um, where were we? Got sidetracked. Okay, into October. Yeah. So as discussed, uh, Detective Pikachu, Pikachu, to October sixth, uh, October tenth, Forza Motorsport uh, coming to Xbox Series X and Windows PC. This is the um, the more sim realistic racing version of the Forza series over on yep. Xbox. So I know those people are all about it. Um, one of the first big October games. Here we go. Assassin's Creed Mirage coming to PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. I don't have anything to say, but it's a big one. Yeah, it'll, it'll, and it's uh, only 50 bucks. It is, it'll be... Oh, really? It looks good. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you're into the old style, there it you go. It was supposed to be, yet again, another expansion to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and then they spun it off into its own game. It just so doesn't make sense. It's, like, probably got, it's probably got the 15 to 20 hour length, which is probably actually that's a good. breath of fresh air for that franchise, which, you know... Valhalla took me about 70 to 80 hours to beat, so... Just the core. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Without the expansions and all that, so... Yeah. Um, annoyingly named The Lords of the Fallen coming on <laughs> October 13th to PlayStation 5, Windows PC, Xbox Series X. Um, it looks really pretty. Like I was going to say, this, this looks like this a one-to-one. This looks like the best representation of what makes FromSoft, like, what elevates them. So right. I'm curious about this one. First one wasn't well received, as we just discussed, different studio making it, so maybe they can they can do it. But some of the bosses that they've shown look pretty fucking gnarly and cool, um, and it fits the vibe. So I got my eye on this one. Okay. Like, like I, I'm, I'm more optimistic about this one than Lies of P. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, potential spoiler cast uh, uh, game coming up here. <laughs> Nick and I are currently watching the pre or the first version of this to try and make sure we got the story down so yep. that we can go in fresh. Alan Wake 2 coming on October 17th. Next-gen consoles as well as PC. I have this sneaking suspicion because delays are going to happen. Like, this, this schedule is, you know, this is the one as it is right now. And when you look at October and all the games coming out around this game, this might be the one that, to get pushed. <sighs> you, that's a, I would, I didn't even think about it until this moment but i would agree man three days until spider-man and super mario come out it's like i mean it's perfect in one sense because october is horror month like right so maybe they stick with it to to hit that as well as hope that like well the venn diagram of people who are you know hopefully it's not too i mean i want to play both but so why but i i could see them being like let's just let's just get out of october right right have you ever bought two games that came out on the same day? I know it doesn't happen very often or within the same week. I'm sure I have, okay. but I can't. I want to say I bought Dark Souls and Skyrim on the same day. Okay. Um, yeah, that could be true. Because Cause I, I did buy uh, Left 4 Dead 2 and Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 3? Or yeah. Modern Warfare 2 on the same day. And... Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and the, you know, of course, there's like you know Christmas mornings and things like that. Yeah. Like, what do I play? Ah. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm I'm too much of a cheap ass to yeah. to spend a hundred. I think it was like yeah, in the go. launch of the PS5, I had Miles Morales and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That for sure. And Astrobot at the same time, but uh, yeah, typically that does not happen. But um, what did I, what did I, I buy? I bought a whole bunch of shit. 
Yeah, I bought did. Call of Duty. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I have no self-control. All right. Uh, again, as mentioned earlier, Vampire Survivors hitting the Nintendo Switch on October 17th. Super fun. Super easy. Doesn't last long. Mm-hmm. Uh, sequel to the weirdly popular slash weirdly good Hot Wheels Unleashed. Uh, coming on October 19th, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged. Coming to basically every console, so yeah. I'm not going to list them. Yeah. Um, Biggest game of the fall for us, for sure. Marvel Spider-Man 2, October 20th. Yeah, that's that's a gimme that. Gimme that? Yeah. I will be consuming it on my own. <laughs> so I will get to enjoy it. You're going to get it. so annoyed with me. <laughs> You're going to be so annoyed with me when that game comes out. I'm going to be like, invite your son to work. We got to talk about the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys ready to hear from a six-year-old on a podcast? <laughs> it would actually probably be hilarious. <laughs> it wouldn't, though, because he'd just be like, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and same day as discussed, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. That'll be a that'll be a good day for video game people. Yeah. Um, this one, I, I I'm curious to see how it's received because I thought I thought that the preview slash trailer they showed of this at the I want I don't know if it was Games Fest or Xbox. I think it was Game Fest. Uh, looked pretty fucking good. And that's Cities Skylines Two coming to PlayStation Five, Windows PC, and Xbox Series X on October twenty fourth. And let me just make sure I won't play this game, but I'm just curious how it looks and how it's received because it looks like it looks pretty fucking good. It, it, it there's no SimCity. It it owns a genre that's pretty vacant outside of like uh, Park Beyond, which just came out, and Jurassic Evolution mm-hmm. Two. Uh, these more specific like little instances of building your own you know theme park or Jurassic World or whatever but you know there's no city builders out there and there's certainly not on console I mean you have more options on PC but yeah there's, this is just going to run away with it you know? it's always really funny when you hear people who are into games like these talk about them because they go did you see I can manage the traffic flow <laughs> it's like what <laughs> Why hey, there's something inherently satisfying of watching a city you build come to oh, life. I, 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 I totally understand <laughs> that. It's just really funny when they start talking about like the features and who, things. Like, but who is this theoretical person you're talking about? I don't know. I think <laughs> I, it was like a Reddit. It was like a Reddit oh. Reddit comment. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you can do this. <laughs> um, all right, and then we're getting that Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume One. I think I screwed up some words in order there, but I don't care. Uh, October 24th, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, Xbox Series X. All right. Almost done, Nick. Yep. You're doing great. November, um, Star Ocean, the second story R, coming to Nintendo Switch on November 2nd. That's one of the games that was shown in the Direct and that I didn't feel like this is coming to PlayStation mentioned. 2. Okay. Well, yeah. Because they, 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 they put they, the trailer on their YouTube. So Okay. I think I'm it's a, the same date, but don't quote me on that. If you're a JRPG nerd like we are. Then you can do it. Um, November 3rd, WarioWare Move It coming to Switch. We talked about that one. Uh, here's one that I kind of that I think is going to be kind of a sleeper success of the fall. Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Uh, coming to PlayStation 4, 5, Windows PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X on November 9th. Did you also know this is a digital-only release? No. It is. Stupid. <laughs> And the reason that I hate that is because that maybe tells me it's a smaller game than I thought. And like, it's not going to get reviewed well. It's on my, it's on my, my, my fantasy list. Um, but, you know, it's a return. I don't think that takes a factor into this. I just think. Yeah, it's just, that's just the direction we're moving in. It sucks. Yeah, yep. And these smaller publishers, you know, I mean, Sega's not a smaller publisher, but um, these smaller entries, I'm sure, like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, will get a full release, but not this one. Sorry. 
a slippery slope. Because it's a spinoff. It's so sad. Because <laughs> right. Like a Dragon Ishin, I don't think, got a physical release either. That's a good point. There you go. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe so this think... is more not a big deal as I thought. That's fair. Because, like, Burning Shores didn't get a... Like, it's it's not one for one. That's a DLC right. versus, like, a spinoff. But, yeah. Okay. I would well, not say that reflects on the quality at all. Yeah. I think this will probably be very It'll good. It'll be good. It's a return of uh, Kiyoyu Kazuma. People love him. And a return to the beat-em-up formula. So, yeah. Um, I don't know why I have Hogwarts Legacy for Switch here. Who cares? November 14th, if you do care. Uh, Persona 5 Tactica coming November 17th to basically everything. You, you giving this one a shot, Nick? You love you, you love those characters. I don't know. And I, they're really stretching the Persona 5. We're probably very, very far from Persona 6 now that we have... Um, um, Reload? Persona 3? No. <laughs> Dave Re-Fantasio. Oh, uh, Metaphor Re-Fantasio. Metaphor, yes. Yeah. Metaphor. I was looking for the first part. Now that we have that, I bet you Persona 6 is long off. And all the spinoffs, you know, we got the dancing game. We got Persona 5 Strikers. And now we got Persona 5 Tactica. I'm sure it's great, and I really do, but I, I don't know. I guess see how this one reviews. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to go back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I will say, like, we... Um I think we knew about Project RE Fantasy from we did. from that team like back in 2017. We did. So like maybe they're just very good at balancing two teams at one time and Persona 6 is Well, this is a different studio, game. so there this there is still the existing studio that works on Oh, Persona. then yeah, I wouldn't I don't think it'll cross but over. The, but the so. but the but the director, the, the the three big people, the the composer, the art, the guy that does all the art and is it Studio Studio is left. Is it Studio 0? Yeah, yeah Studio is. 0 okay. is uh, metaphor re Fantasia. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It's because there's also that um, Metal Slugs tactics game. Yeah. And it, it has been a while since I've gotten into a tactics game. So it's nice to see that like some big releases for these. But I'll probably just see how it reviews. I don't know. Yeah. But Persona, all the Persona games, five spinoffs have all been hits. So mm-hmm. yeah, I um, could be. I, yeah, I, I'm interested. I mean, ever since my Into the Breach obsession you know it's like i I always i always perk up a little bit more with these than i used to um and i've tried to get into mario and rabbits like that's kind of been my other one that i like and i I played it for i don't know did you ever try the XCOM games yeah but a long time ago so i should probably have to retry but okay those have like permadeath and things right uh yeah it just stresses Uh me out that kind of stuff (laughs) you know mario and rabbits is a little easier to digest but it's like i feel like with these into the breach is just so digestible and like as soon as i started going into this 3d plane and i'm moving characters around and i'm worrying about like action points for distance traveling and stuff it's like i don't know i start to lose focus so we'll see sure but sure we'll see okay uh november 17th same day we're getting that super mario rpg remake so that is another big day in video game land uh and then two more here nick for confirmed dates and then we just have a couple unconfirmed dates uh, December 1st, Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince coming to Nintendo Switch. Seems like kind of a Pokemon-esque Dragon Quest thing. Uh, and then a big one uh, coming in December. We don't get too many big releases in December, but I think those lines are getting a little bit more blurred than they used to be. Uh, and that's Avatar Fran- Frontiers of Pandora from Ubisoft coming to next-gen consoles on December 7th. Mm-hmm. Far Cry, basically. Avatar Far Cry. Yep. Looks pretty good. Yep. And then, so, I'm just going to run through these real quick, Nick. Just smack me if, like, I don't know, you really want to talk about one of these. But these Dang, are... G- let me... I'm looking through the list. That, oh, sure. I'll, I'll, I can point out some good ones. Like, Ghost Runner 2. That's mm-hmm. that's big. Helldivers 2. Yep. Helldivers. Oh, yeah. That does not have a date yet, does no, it? No, it does not. 
Um, yeah, that's a good Mina the Hollower. I know you're really hot on that one. That's from um, the no. Hollow Knight guys. Nope, from Yacht Club, Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight. God yep. Dang it. Uh-huh. Yeah, not Team Cherry, sorry. Nope. I, yeah, where's Silk Song? Here, save your video game knowledge with throwing out the team <laughs> that made Hollow Knight. There you go, Nick. <laughs> I see through uh, you. And uh, let's see. I don't see anything. Oh, Sonic Superstars, which we talked about. Yeah. Doesn't have a date. And I think that's that's it for like the ones that I can see here. Do you, is there any other ones you want to highlight? No, I mean, like, you know, if you're into narrative things, The Wolf Among Us 2 might be kind of big. Um I'm so curious about Skull and Bones just to just to be a curious video game industry person. That I don't want to. That is not this year. I don't think so either. But that's why I'm so <laughs> curious about it. Like that's the like, one that that Singapore is funded or whatever, Hong Kong or something. Yeah. So, yeah. but no, yeah, Meaning of the Hollower, um, Pacific Drive, which was that like weird looking thing that showed up at PlayStation, like you're driving a car through a forest. But and Hollow Knight Silk Song, which you know we just need to get a date for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the second half of the year. So we we got a lot of those dates fleshed out, and um, pretty pretty. I mean, I remains to be seen. But I think when ten years from now, twenty twenty three will be in the same conversation as nineteen ninety eight, the same conversation as two thousand seven. Yeah. Um, just as one of those monumental years where we got we were eating good. Yeah. With I'll, games, especially with how Final Fantasy sixteen is now being received. Um, yeah, just a very consistent year with good releases throughout the whole year every quarter you could say point at you know big release big release big release mm-hmm. you know i'm shocked at how many games i've played already this year and it's we're just getting started so yep, yep. i'm halfway there yep. first couple of months was horror alley middle of the year is rpg land last half of the year is spider-man starfield and cyberpunk <laughs> yeah a lot of stuff so. good stuff um, yeah, and if more games hit, like I said, if Armored Core Six is a big deal, if it is that from software next big thing, then yeah, holy yeah, like exactly. that's that's the scary part is that the games you're not so sure about that could be like, oh, I guess I'm getting Armored Core Six. Maybe Alan Wake Two is another classic, you know, survival horror game. Maybe yeah, it was um, voted the most anticipated game of Summer Game Fest. So, crazy, yeah. you know. Uh, but again, yeah, we'll t- we'll definitely be talking about them all as as these things come up. But uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited. So let's move on. I wanted to talk about video game additions. Um, this seems to be a new trend that's coming up to where, in fact, I asked John to tell me a game that only had one version of, of it releasing. And it was a trick question because there isn't one. They all have deluxe editions, premium editions, ultimate editions. And what really started this was Street Fighter and Diablo 4 both had an Ultimate Edition. Street Fighter 6 had an Ultimate Edition for $105. Diablo 4 had an Ultimate Edition for $100. Uh, that got you five-day early access to the game. And every release, if you're that's looking it? at... That's all it gave you? Oh, it gave you in-game okay. stuff. But I'm, that's the highlight, right? Bullshit. It gave you right? Okay. Like, usually yeah. they'll give you this... They give you access to season passes. Mm-hmm. That's typical. Like... All the deluxe editions are usually just pre-ordering season passes. That seems to be the, yeah. the thing, or other little cosmetics here and there. Uh, but the, I'll just—I'm just gonna list like fun, some of the big offenders. You know, Starfield, big game, day one Game Pass. Do you want to play that five days early? No. Hundred dollars. Okay. You gotta pay a hundred dollars. That's that's if, that's what you want. Um, Mortal Kombat One has a premium edition for a hundred and ten dollars. That'll get you all kinds of skins and, you know, access to their first season pass, which characters you don't even know about yet. 
And Avatar Frontiers of Pandora has an ultimate edition of $130. Ubisoft is the worst one with these. <laughs> yep. Which also does the same thing, but Lords of the Fallen, Alan Wake 2, Armored Core 6, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Spider-Man 2, Final Fantasy 16, the game that just came out, all have deluxe editions. Okay, and with that premise, mm -hmm. I'm going to ask John a question because this is the, this is how it usually goes, and with most things, like it's not okay until it's your game doing it. Right. So let's just say Hades two. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Hades two has, let's say the base game is fifty dollars, but for ninety dollars you get access to all their content post mm -hmm. and you get to play the game five days early mm -hmm. and you maybe you get some new skins new armor new new weapons maybe you get an exclusive weapon what if i got an exclusive weapon that might be the thing <laughs> um you know this is very much uh you have to put your money where your mouth is type moment i want this is a yes or no question i think i don't <laughs> i think i don't i i think i I think it makes me too icky to, okay. to justify it. If I didn't have okay. a family, <laughs> I would definitely get it, I think. But just like... Okay, that's a good point. I have been able... Because the early access means nothing to you because the time... You yeah, don't. You won't exactly. get. You don't know if you'll have the exactly. time to play. I'm gonna request it. Like maybe I'd request a day off to play it, but like I'm just gonna wait till like I'll save the money. Right. Um. I feel pretty confident in saying that. You know. Immediately, I thought, okay, Bloodborne 2. It'd be tough. <laughs> Near Automata 2. But I don't know, man. I, I think, like... I'm well, there's, a, there's nuance to the question, right? It's like, what's sure. the price? What am I getting for the price, right? Like, if, if, the, if all those stars align in, in, the game, in the game, of course. That's why I led with that. Yeah. That, you, you, yeah, you might do it. I think the most I could ever go is $20 over standard price okay. like anything over that it's an automatic no i think for anything that you give me unless if we start to go down this path where they're like hey you can get a month early it's like what you know if, <laughs> if, 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 if we if, if they continue to push that because that's all it is all they've done is they've just basically said hey our release date is going to be september 1st okay we'll make it september 6th so we can sell it early for 50 bucks for five days that's all they're doing mm -hmm. and so you know as long as we don't continue as consumers to send the wrong messages to these companies saying, hey, it's okay that you do that because I'll buy it. <laughs> you know, it's like when you ask me if I'm going to pre-order Armored Core 6. It's like, no, not really because, like, I don't need to give them my money before I've seen what they're going to give me. Sure. Let me see yeah. what you're going to give me. And, and we live in an age where I can just go on my PlayStation and buy it immediately. We live in an age right, where... Scarcity isn't a thing. <laughs> yeah, scarcity is not a thing. So... Um, I, I am one of those people that is like, no, it's just gross business practice, man. And I don't think you should exploit people like that because video game fans are some of the most impulsive. I'm <laughs> some of the most impulsive people out there. But it, it, so it's hard that it, it usually comes across as nefarious. Right. But I, and I think I, I think I can resist because I got so I, I'll just play Tears of the Kingdom for a little bit. So you, yeah, you brought up the early access thing, and I, I do think you're right that it is so predatory. Yeah, it's worse. <laughs> yeah, that uh, you know the game's ready to go, but we're only if you pay extra money, we'll give you early access to it. And maybe in some games it might be beneficial, right? Like a, the like a big online. Release. I could see Diablo that being like a big online. Maybe release, it it's okay like then. yeah, okay, we scatter it out before, but yeah, it's like most people, you know, we've been waiting years for Spider-Man two. If, if we could get five-day head start on Spider-Man 2, 
you know, it's it's. I understand people maybe wanting to do that. They've yeah. waited so long, you know, that they they're just going to pay the extra price so they can just get in there early. But I agree with you. It's just it's pretty gross. Yeah, it's interesting too, because like, okay, you're one of those people that really wants to play Spider Man, right? You and you you get it five days early, which probably tells me that you're a person that's going to dedicate a good portion of your free time to that game over the next couple of days. Right. Do you really want to? beat a game before its official release date really like you know <laughs> what i mean people out there I, yeah so like the type of game i think also would factor in it's like a game like hades that has a lot of replay value maybe it is a little bit something that i would want to jump in early because it really doesn't matter but like i like you know part of the fun is being around the discussion and the zeitgeist and if right. you're like hey i bought the spider-man early and like you get to work or you get to your friend's house and you can't talk to them because they don't know you're like <laughs> so it's just like it's i don't know man i uh I don't like seeing it. I'm used to it, so it doesn't really bother me anymore. Right. But um, I just wonder, what's the next thing? What's our, right. you know, is it going to become common practice that you know if they fucking lock behind a weapon in Hades, like that's not just like a skin. That's a different way to play a game. Like right. if, if developers start doing that type of shit, that's that's going to get real sticky because. If I know I'm missing out on spe- like a specific piece of content, and I shouldn't have worded it like that. No, none of these games are doing that, no, right? Like no, no. it's usually skins and all that stuff. So skins, season passes, and early access. Those are like the three biggies, <laughs> I think. Okay, so we, we got that. But what about these deluxe editions? And so these deluxe editions are usually, like I said, they're you're pre-ordering, and in, in Spider-Man's case, and a few other these cases, you're getting extra skin, a bit, a little bit extra content. You know, sometimes there's exclusive side quests. You know, they, they don't overall impact the story, but you get that. And then in, like, you know, Street Fighter Six and some of these other games, it's, it's just you're pre-ordering the season pass, essentially. Yeah. You know, you're, you're again, you're placing your money where your mouth is on the content that's coming to the game at a later date. Um, and you are getting the Spider-Man 2 Deluxe Edition. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> feel like oh, I'm he looks so uh, in I shame. Like, I feel like I'm being he's trapped playing in with his, He's playing with his finger. I really got him on his because I caught him. It's for my son, and you know that. Yeah, <laughs> you know that. And, but, I, I'm, uh, and I'm in the yeah. same boat. I got talked into it at GameStop when I got Street Fighter Six, which we'll talk about next. Yeah, uh, they talked me into buying the deluxe edition because they they pushed the benefits onto me, and then they really screwed me because those benefits mean nothing. Um, the benefits specifically of Spider-Man 2 are the most focused thing to my son that I've ever seen. Like, he plays Spider-Man. Yeah. I would argue 90% of the reason he plays Spider-Man is just to unlock the next suit. That's all he does. Right. He unlocks the suits, restarts the game. Unlocks the suits, restarts the game. And so when you say there's 10 suits that you can't get, if <laughs> you can't earn these, even if, you want, if you're like, hey, you get this suit after you've played the game for 500 hours. I, I just, can't even do that. I just wanted him to watch a YouTube video if you didn't buy the suits and be like, I know, how it, did we get that suit? Ex- and you're going to be like, I don't know. Yes, you're exactly right. That's <laughs> exactly what would happen. And he's getting smart. Like I said, he's starting to read. I can't manipulate him like I used right. to. In good ways. I'm a good dad. Um, so okay. So obviously, this is a very specific yeah. use case for you. So I don't. I won't hold you over the coals for it because it's like, yes, your son. Your son is a. Yeah. He's a good kid. He's obsessed with cosmetics, in which he should be. Yeah. Changing your suits is great. Yeah. So, yeah. Because in no world am I getting this if I <laughs> if it's just for me. You know, as as you you much to your chagrin, I am the guy that doesn't care about character creators all that much. I'm turning around on them ever since Cyberpunk a little bit because that one's really good, but. No, like I don't care how Spider-Man right. looks. Like I, I, I'll just rock whatever color scheme I like for the whole game. I'm not switching, okay. but uh, yeah, well, yeah. So I don't know. 
deluxe editions, I view the exact same way as all the other stuff. It's all right. it's all nonsense. <laughs> it's all nonsense. <laughs> well, like I said, it's all nonsense until the perfect stars align. Of it's your favorite game. The content's really good. You're just like ah. Fuck it. I'm yeah. just going to do it. And, and, you know, you're spending $70. What's $80? You know, it's right. I know, did. I we did. rationalize it in our head, even though it, it sucks all around. It should all, everything we're talking about, should just be the game should release five days early. The content should already be in the game because you bought it, you know, like, but games are also expensive. Businesses make money. Here we are. I have a question for you. And this is not very on topic, but kind of is. What is, so you mentioned, you mentioned games being like all the it should be content complete when the game comes out. What is your thought on releasing DLC a year and a half after the games come out? <laughs> That's specifically talking about I think it's um Saints Row has like some DLC coming out in a couple months and it's just yeah. like is that like to me that's way shittier than like if they're like hey we're going to have DLC out in like 2 weeks. Because like Unless if your game is truly special, are you really going to want to boot that thing back up to go back into DLC that really doesn't... That you forgot the story about, you forgot how to play? I would rather have DLC like two weeks or three weeks or four weeks after, even though it's like, well, you're just using resources to do the DLC. It's like, yeah, but like it's a different vision. I don't know. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? So we kind of... We talked about this when they announced Burning Shores at the Game Awards that... Um, you know, people people will be like, you know, if it's a month later, they'll be like, why wasn't it in the main game, yeah. you know? And then, you know, playing Burning Shores, you know, f you know, 14 months later, it was like, I don't even remember how to play this game. I don't even remember where I was at. Yeah. You know? Um, I like the, I, just, I, I like the, I like it. I just wish DLC wasn't, and didn't it, have that stigma about right, it. Right. And, and, and for people who played, like, say, Phantom Liberty at launch, you're talking almost three years later for, or not Phantom Liberty, Cyberpunk 2077. Phantom Liberty is coming out three years later. And even think about Shadow of the Earth Tree for Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. And I know these cases are different because I played Cyberpunk last year. You just finished Elden Ring. If they announced DLC at the Game Awards for February, you know, that would be two years since the release of Elden yeah. Ring. But for you, it'd just be eight months. So I don't know. That's kind of like on a case-by-case -case basis. Because now that I just mentioned that story, every, it's everything like... Everything in this case-by-case, -case, yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone's completing games at their own pace. You know, I don't know. I... I just yeah I wish I wish I would say I wish it was like six months I, like like yeah. let's get the in between like not too long I wish I wish they would announce those plans at launch not do what um, Ghost of Tsushima did and been like oh hey we have this whole multiplayer mode coming like yeah. <laughs> and it's coming Try soon it. and it's like why didn't you say anything about this at launch like a lot of people probably got rid of their game and are like huh what happened I think we did or did I did or one of us did. I don't know. We were able to play it together, so I don't think that. I think we both still have yeah. it. Yeah. It might have been a thing where I, I was like, yeah, they revamped it or something. And I was like, I don't have my copy anymore. <laughs> but, uh. All right, all right. Didn't mean to sidetrack us. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty big sidetrack. Yeah, I was just like, I just, yeah, because you mentioned like the whole, you know, DLC coming, like, there should be content complete. It's like, I don't know. I used to be that way, but I'm not so much anymore. Well, I mean, content complete as far as the pre-order bonuses, all, anything you get that they yeah, throw in no, the pre-orders should be in the game. Like, I, I understand the content comes later. Yeah. You know, I know but, you weren't talking about that in that specific instance, <laughs> but it just, but, you know. But, uh, you know, that, yeah, Squirrel. again, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the world we live in that video games are expensive. And, you know, these are all corporations and they're going to try and find ways to make money. And, it's, and, it's, and it sucks, you know.
Well, that's why there's like, some, some speculation that the Persona 3 Reload, being that it's that base bullshit version, is because they want to be able to then <laughs> release another <laughs> remake version of the Fez stuff. Oh, right? So it's like, yeah, it's you, you never know. Right. You never know. Right. The reasons are always money, but... Uh, yeah, I just, it just, again, I just, it sucks to like, like I said, there will be people that really want to play Starfield are going to wait for the day and date stuff and it's just going to be all over the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like if a show, like, like the last of a show you were able to pay to see it five days early, like, can yeah. you imagine that world? Yeah. I don't like that. That's even scarier. Yeah. Because then there, there's a whole spoiler culture around it. Yeah. You so. just have to like, okay, this is early release day. Shut down Reddit for five days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, if, like if you really care. Shut it down. Yeah. Shut it all down. But uh, yeah, I wanted to discuss it. But uh, yeah, obviously our opinions is it's a pretty shitty practice. But yeah, it, it sneaks its way into our lives. I get it. I, I do get it. It's just <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I I'm a I don't have enough time as it is. So sure, 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 sure. Well, you... All right. So yeah, man. We've had we've had quite a show. So we're moving on to the final topic into a game. I've it's been great. Playing. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Street Fighter Six, and I, yeah, I've had it for almost three weeks now. Because even after you know less than twenty four hours later, after saying, "eh, I'll get it when it comes out," it didn't take. I, I've had a situation where <laughs> I said it was for the show. I was like, "I need to find shirts for the show." Like we're doing video podcasts. I need to go to places to look up shirts because the internet kind of sucks. And if you're listening and you know a good place for video game T shirts. I would love to hear it. Where I'm not paying more than twenty dollars a shirt. That's you, that's the key factor. You ever go to Redbubble? Well, I'll, I'll check it out later. later. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, so I was gonna go go to a few nerd shops that nearby that were located in the mall, and in the mall was a GameStop, and I had finished Jedi Survivor, got the platinum. I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna go back into this game. So, ah, fuck it. I'll just go there, <laughs> see how much money I get. And there, and again, physical copies. Me and John love it. They're like, oh, you got forty four dollars. I'm like. Just give, just give me Street Fighter yeah. Six. So give me, give me that. <laughs> In which it was a great experience overall. They, they just talked Street Fighter with me for you know like ten minutes straight. Two different GameStop employees, and this is where they upsold me on a deluxe edition because he said it would save me so much time in grinding, but he was wrong. Fucker, <laughs> I knew it. He lied. I did. I mean, I did get the the resource he was talking about. The resource is not very important, so I I didn't care. But uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> but I got the season pass, and, and, it, and it, it all worked out because ultimately I really love Street Fighter. And even like, just getting it, it's going to give you more motivation to be like, I should really play this today. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I did this. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the, they got DLC characters. That's what I got in the Deluxe Edition on top of. Um, and it was well, only that's, $10 that's extra. Pretty, that's pretty good then. Yeah, so I, I, I'm just pre-subscribed to the season pass, you know, the four characters that are coming over the next year. And then I got a little added bonus in these drive ticket resources. For $10 more? Yeah. I take back everything I said. That's a pretty good deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad, um, but uh, but yeah, what Street Fighter Six is is just kind of like Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. It's just kind of a love of the franchise. It's like three different modes. You know, you got the you got the World Tour mode, which is the single player story. You got the Battle Hub, where you can go and just be in a lobby and just chat with other people. You can play old Capcom games. Uh, correction, I said um, Streets of Rage. That is not a, that's a Sega property, right? <laughs> but it's Final Fight was what I was looking for. It was Final Fight was the game I was looking for. But you can play Final Fight. You can play Mega Man games. You can play the original Street Fighter. Sega, yep. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, you, can just go, you can just go play these old games. And 
And then finally, you actually have the normal what the, the normal Street Fighter Five package was, which is the online fighting, and then the arcade mode where you just you know fight fighter after fighter, and you get little graphic cutscenes. But again, the game is just a love letter to Street Fighter. It's just you, there's all this art you're unlocking, there's all this music you're unlocking, you're unlocking these old games so you can play them anytime. And just as a package, it's great. It's a great foundation because. You can just tell they're going to be with this for years at a time. Like, it's just, you know, after this first season pass, these four characters come out, I guarantee they're going to go, this is the next four, yeah. and this is the next four. And then yeah. they're going to do, they're doing all these events and stuff like that. So the package itself is just, is just fan-fucking-tastic. It's great. It is worth the price I paid for it, without a doubt. Um, and as we talked about when we talked about uh, just playing it, like the demo and the beta, is that modern controls change everything like it it removes one of the giant barriers of getting into this game it's like i'm learn i gotta learn my character i gotta learn this their basic moves you know and i make sure when the guy does it does what he the when my opponent does certain things that i'm hitting the right button combination to go into the move that i want to do but with this all the special moves are just triangle triangle forward triangle back forward down triangle like it keeps it so simple that i'm actually really love I really love playing the game as is. Yeah. So. I do remember, yeah, the only fighting game I've ever, like, took the time to really get good at was is Super Smash Brothers, if you even consider that. But it's like, I do remember. Well, if you play with items. God. <laughs> um, what I do remember is uh, my, my secret weapon was always trying to learn a couple, like, with ultimate. Like, trying to learn a couple because what I realize is. Most people don't know how to fight against everybody. And, like, yeah, yeah. truly learning the enemy's moveset is just as important as learning your own. So, yeah. Like, yeah, it's this weird aspect of fighting games that I feel like not a lot of people think of. And that's funny. That's my experience with Ranked is, like, I, I come up against a Ken. I'm like, got this. Yeah. No fucking yeah, problem. Do. But then I come up against a Kimberly or a JP, and I'm like, oh, boy, when does this combo end? What is, oh, these enemy ranged from all the way over here? Yeah. Like, what, what do I, how do I play this? How do I counteract this? What moves should I be doing? Should I be up in their face the whole time? So just having the modern controls just eliminate one section of the game that I have to worry about. Yeah. Just let me focus on my combos, their moves, and timing. Like, that's that's great. Yeah. And I recommend 100% that people just go play ranked because what it will try to do is funnel you into Battle Hub, but there's no, like, stopping anyone from coming to fight you in Battle Hub, So and you don't know what their rank is. So you'll fight and get your ass handed. And same with casual. Like, a master player can just hit the casual queue and queue up against anybody. Yeah, that's gross. Go play rank. Like, I started out as a rookie, which is, like, the lowest you can be. Like, I didn't even have a score. And I worked my way up to bronze, which I was very satisfied with. It was it was actually very fun. And I love what rank does. Like, And I think Rocket League should do this, too, is where you fight someone in a match, and whoever wins, you have the option to both rematch immediately. You don't go to a loading screen, you don't, boom, right back in the match. And you can do this to best of three. So if you go, you know, he wins the first one, you win the next one, and you keep rematching, you'll get it to that third final match. Uh, or, But if he wins two, then it's over. Like, you cannot rematch him. You can't keep going and going and going. You can do that in casual, in Rocket League. You right. You can't do it in common. Right. But you, but you should be able to. Like, if the match was good and the match was close, right. and, and, everyone, and everyone's agreeing to right, it, right. you know, like, why not? And so – it's just like a great satisfying feeling of both of you just hitting rematch immediately like it's just like all right we're going right back into it because that fight was really good it's like marvel snap yeah (laughs) i snapped you i snapped you back exactly 
<laughs> and there's just a bunch of, yeah, stuff like that is just quality of life. The commentator mode is just funny and silly to have like live commentators that you can choose from. There's eight different ones to choose from and they just talk over your match. Like it's like you're playing at Evo or something, yeah. you know, there's just all these really, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they speak very generically usually yeah, and they definitely know the uh, outside of character specials. Because uh, they have names, apparently. I wasn't aware of that. But they'll, they'll, they'll say out the name that you're doing, the move you're doing. Um, but, uh, no, I like overall package. I'm just like, I'm having a good time. Like, this is replacing – like, me and John are competitive guys. We grew up with sports, you know, and we don't really get that as an adult, right? We're not playing. Yep. Yeah. And so I live vicariously through my kids. <laughs> yeah. So we go to video games to experience that. And I know it's not our – primary driver for playing video games as you know on this show but every now and then you know rocket league slips in you know or and overwatch in. or and, in. And, <laughs> and it was nice for this to, this is replacing rocket league i think i am gonna finally sunset rocket league for myself because it always comes back like i'll go months without playing it coward <laughs> that I, I i'm enjoying playing this much much more and yeah, it's great. It's got a, you know, there's still the rage quitters and in that battle hub, there's chat. So you know how that goes. Like, oh, everyone is just talking shit to each other. Like, is there a filter? Like, is there, a, is it moderated at all? Yeah, of course okay. you can't say anything bad in there, but you, but you know, it sucks for you. Fill in the blanks. Uh, I've never had anyone say anything to me in there, but no, also I mean, you, the... you can't speak all your your hate speech. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I'm playing fighting games, I let those expletives fly. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's pretty dope. I'm I'm getting a little burnt out on the world tour mode because the opponents are they're boring. Yeah, they're boring. Uh, they have um, they have levels too. So if you're playing a level 40 guy, his health bar is just bigger. Like, and it's just like it's not a fair fight. And it's just it drags out. Like moves that, you know, in a normal match would take off a third of a health or a combo that would take off a third of health does nothing because their stats are just higher. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's and it's just it's just frustrating. And, and you can use items mid-match, so you kind of have this little cheat. Like you can gain more health. But it's just it's just it's just a grind and I'm not. Fighting games need to be perfectly balanced, and if you start implementing things like that, it's just all of a sudden it's like, well, why? why yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight a real person and feel good about myself. Right, right. So it's like, I want to see that mode to the end, but it's like, like you know, 20 minutes of that, an hour of it's like a <laughs> the hour of fighting grounds. You know, yeah, it's like, so. Uh, but it, but again, just a great package, a great set of characters. All the new characters are great. The community seems to be really loving this game. Yeah. You know, all, from all sides, you know, they're, you know, obviously there's always going to be people that are like, oh, here's a balance patch already. And it's like, it's been out for two weeks. Yeah. Like, calm down. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, as a, as a fighting game noob who last attached to, you know, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 9 or Injustice 2 or Street Fighter 4, like, that's kind of the, the last few fighting games that I actually enjoyed. Um, this is the one that's, I'm going to stick with like Injustice 2. I went right on, which was the direct last game I played. I went right to online. And I'm like, I can't do this. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And what's, who's your character, Nick? It's, it's, it's Cammy. Yeah. You pervert. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I, I, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm happy you're enjoying it. Obviously the discussion around it's all positive and I do, I, I want to get it. And I'm, I feel like I, I should because Obviously, you would be the person I'd play with, and I can't let you get too much better. You know what I mean? Like, if I were to get it, I should get it now, but I don't know. 
But I, I, I do. I really want to get my hands on it. It seems like it seems like genuinely seems like the greatest fighting game in existence at this point. Yeah. Like, like just from a quality standpoint, probably. I mean, you got your Street Fighter twos and that kind of stuff. But like, if we're just comparing, just like a total package, like this is right. the one. Right. And not, don't worry, I'll get tired of it. You know, I'll yeah. take a break. You know, especially when Phantom Liberty comes out, I'll probably just let you borrow it, and you can just and you can just check it out. And then by Black Friday, it'll probably be thirty dollars. You know, yeah. it'll be a thirty dollars game. So, um, but no, it's it's awesome. And like, like common theme on the show, Capcom doesn't miss, and they don't. That's why I'm I wonder about that Exo Primal score. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. So you know, yeah, kudos to them. I'm yeah, I'm loving it. So. That's all I got to say, but I'll probably come back to it. Like I said, this will be in my life for. I mean, I at least want updates when you rank from bronze to silver and from okay. silver to gold. Like we gotta <laughs> yeah. at least get updates yeah. of that. I hit bronze and then I took a quick break. So and then now Final Fantasy 16 is gonna take over my life. So True. we'll see when the next update is. But uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. If you're on the fence, just do it. <laughs> all right, John. Well, that is six things. I know, like, it, 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 is is E three over? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's she gone. Okay. But so, we got you know we got Gamescom in two months. So yeah. <laughs> opening night live. But in the fa- outside of Final Fantasy sixteen, which is again is going to take all the oxygen out of the room on the show, John and I are both playing it. What else is there really to talk about? Rogue Legacy two continues to be fantastic. I've been I've been doing a couple runs of that. It's just addicting it's very much a run one more run thing um but no man i think it's final fantasy 16 it's time to shine yeah yeah you know, so I, i'll be still playing tears of the kingdom in between when you know i can't but um no i i would i don't want to do to this game what i did to elden ring like i just get it <laughs> get it and play it you know put everything else aside so yeah i uh i gotta get my copy but we'll see okay all right, yeah, that, that would be good. I, Cause yeah, I want to do a bonus episode. Stay tuned for me telling Nick I haven't played it next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's always better when we can bounce off each other. Obviously, like of like I like even just talking about Street Fighter Six now. And obviously, John is humoring me and listening to me talk about it. But you know, it's always better when we when we can go back and forth. you know, like God of War Ragnarok, like it was just like you know, like that back and forth. So I just know that Cammy's got some pretty sweet thighs. She does. She That's does. all I know. Yeah, yeah. She's the third most popular character, so all right. I'm not the well, only one. Yeah, her thighs aren't as good as Ken or Ryu's, but, you know, <laughs> they're pretty yeah, good. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John. So that is six things. What song are we leaving them on? What did you pick? Oh, well, I have to honor my game of the year so far. Uh, <laughs> that's Elden Ring. You might okay. have heard of it. Yeah. Uh, pick the final battle. The final battle is a cool one, as we discussed, because you go from Radagon, which is a you know humanoid type fight, into the Elden Beast, and the music shifts. And um, so this is called the final battle uh, by Tsukasa Saito, um, and it kind of shifts halfway through. So it starts with like kind of epic, you know, your typical ba 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 fight music, but then it like <laughs> really kind of gets ethereal and weird when. Kind of just as a final way to say thank you, goodbye, I love you. Um, hopefully not the last time I play you, but not a chance. You'll be back. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> oh well, Shadow of the Earth Tree for sure. Um, but, uh, the final battle from Elden. What is the Earth Tree? The big tree. Is that the big golden tree? It is the big golden tree. I I watched a 40-minute lore video. <laughs> it's. I don't know. <laughs> 
Sure. Yeah. Great answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll you, learn you gotta, more, I'm sure. Oh, I don't actually almost spoil some cheese. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, again, thank you for listening. If you have any questions, thoughts, please email us at PlayStationPalsPod at gmail.com. Again, perfect time to do that because we will for 100% read it on the air. So, you know, send it in. Send us your thoughts. Just love us. <laughs> Let us know you're out there, of course. So, again, we'll be back next week with Final Fantasy 16 and another five things. So, thanks for listening.